Words can come and go, leave you feeling low instead of a coming in. Sex and Waffles, an American horror story. That's whore with a W. Brought to you live by Waffle Press Studios. Let me follow your lonesome half bottle of wine. Oh, you hide away in a drawing that's fine. Hello, brunch club, and welcome to another episode of Sex and Waffles. I'm your girl, Joy Nystrom, and life continues to be wild. As we all know, we're in 2022. No one expected that. I thought yesterday was 2016, and you know, that's fine. It wasn't, but here we are, six years later, making it work. I was uh, broken up with on New Year's Eve, and you know, like, I'm over it. Things are fine. Things are good. It's not like it was a short relationship. Couldn't make it work totally fine but you know like I'm not ever gonna live down the fact that it was 6 p.m on New Year's Eve and I just feel like you know that could have been an email it could have waited till the next day it could have been the day after I don't know I just feel like I feel like holidays and birthdays you just like really I think you can like really avoid a breakup unless it's like you know like world's worst situation or do it like before the holidays so then you don't have to like be there for the holidays I don't know never been broken up with on a holiday I also don't think I've ever been broken up with uh typically I am the breaker upper I say that as if I've had like 400 relationships I haven't in case anyone was wondering, it's, it's not a hot stack. It's not a hot stack of people. But, um, yeah, 6 p.m. on New Year's Eve, so I was dating. Now I am not. Now I'm just in the wild. You know, that's fine. But, you know, I guess, like, our relationship did start with me getting arrested. And, you know, I always joke that, like, you should stress test your dates. Like, I want to go on dates. Like, I want to go on, um excursions like I want our first date to be in a tandem kayak and me not doing anything just like you know seeing how it goes or like I flip the kayak see how you react we're on a tandem bike I don't do anything see if you can pull my way literally you know like I have a lot of ideas for like dates that aren't necessarily dates that other people would go on. I think you should be creative with them. But you know, the second date with this guy, we were uh, supposed to go to a comedy show and I got arrested. Like, I literally had to text him from prison that I, I could not go on our date because I was arrested. So, you know, I guess, you know, not a great, not a great omen for a relationship, if you ask me. But I will say, in the like 90 days we were together, you know, a good good old 90-day trial. You gotta either re-up your subscription or, um, cancel it. He canceled it. He canceled the subscription. In the 90 days that we were together, let's see, I got arrested. I moved to New York. I quit my job. I moved. I started a new job. Um, you know, like, a lot of things. A lot of things happened. So, you know, I'm not saying that I can blame him, but I am saying that 6 p.m. on New Year's is still unacceptable. Like, we, were, we weren't we were even 
spending New Year's together. Like, it's not like he was, like, driving to see me. I just want that to be clear, because um, I'm going to be petty about this probably for the rest of my life. I don't hold grudges, but 6 p.m. on New Year's is, like, a little steep. It's, like, a little steep. I had to redo my makeup, um, and then I was blackout drunk, which I don't do, you know, now, nowadays. Um, I drank wine and champagne, and then I was violently hungover all of New Year's Day, which, like, here's the thing, like, if you know anything about me, like, you know that I love my birthday, and I love holidays, like, I love any reason to celebrate, and I love New Year's, so I'm chalking this up to be, um, this was, this was a planned vendetta, and I'm upset about it, but you know, it's fine, like, breakups happen, he was honest, and that's all you you can ask of people to be honest it was good we had a good run I have no regrets we had a fun time and you know what if you don't want to be with me you don't want to be with me because that is the biggest turn off to me if you don't want to be with me like if you're not into me and you don't like me I don't want to be with you I don't want to I don't want to spend time with people who don't want to spend time with me like I only like people who like me why are we hanging out with people who don't like us I don't know like I'm not talking to people who ghost me I'm not caring about you I don't give a fuck you don't give a fuck about me, I don't give a fuck about you. That's how it works. But no, we had a we had a really fun time. Like it was fine. Like but I do think that it, like the important thing is like you gotta be honest in relationships. Like if you're not into it, you're not into it. And that's totally cool. Let the other person move on, go do their thing. But I also think like you really gotta like feel your feels for your relationships because if not, then you just take all that into the next one. You know, that's not fun. But yeah, like, you know, being single again, it's not um it's not new for me. It's not new. But I will say I do I do think a new level of hell is going to be released. Like, you know, there's like ten fast and furiouses. I feel like I am fast and furious being re-released again into the wild on different terms and conditions. Like, I feel like it's about to be like a hoe hurricane because if you've been following along for the past, I don't know, however long my life has been, let's see, there's been a pandemic, I was in a really pseudo fucked up relationship, um, and then I dated someone, um, yeah, a lot has happened, I've called the cops on a man, but I just feel like, yeah, I think my pussy's been locked up for too long and it's time for me to um respread my gifts to the world or I'm just gonna be celibate like not sure what it's gonna be but I think it's gonna be a hell hurricane so get ready the Hosanna hurricane is coming to a town near you hopefully I'm coming honest to god like that's the worst part about breakups is just like knowing that like you're gonna have to find new dick. Like, honest to God, like, I was just in the relationship, you know, not to get chlamydia and not have to wear condoms because I don't like any of those. And, like, finding good dick is very difficult. And, like, the dick, like, the dick was snapping. Like, snapping dick game. I'll give him that 100%. It's really disappointing, like, when you have to leave that. When you find, like, a good dick and then they're like, yeah, I don't want to have consistent sex with you because that is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty tragic on your part, but um, I don't think that wanting to have consistency, we don't like, also like, we don't have to have labels, just don't give me chlamydia. Okay, like that's the rule, like don't be passing around 
chlamydia like it's candy, okay? Get yourself checked before you get yourself wrecked, alright? I just... We all know that finding good dick is hard. And so, you know, when you have someone who is teachable and trainable and willing and the dick is good and you're like, fuck, this is, this might be the mecca, this might be the mecca. But now we've been released into the wild. And you know, I didn't go to a rehab program, but I think all the men who come through me have. And honestly, I think I'm going to start writing people off of my taxes because I feel like I've been doing a lot of charity work lately and it's just like somebody's got to pay me for my services, to be honest. This is like a consulting business for dick. Just, you know, fostering men with my vagina until they decide to get fucking better. I don't know. I'm angry. I'm very angry because I just if I have to have bad cum in my mouth or bad dick like I'm gonna be really upset like my sex game has been so strong for so long and now I just I'm not pessimistic about it but I do know what the wild looks like so we are cautious this is a cautionary tale and like I really was just thinking about like this time like I fucked a guy behind like a Dunkin Donuts dumpster it was uh late also my friends they're the greatest people in the world like anytime i want to get laid like they're all down for it and all into it and like so i was with all of them we were going through like a taco bell drive through it's like 2 a.m i coerced this man just kidding i didn't coerce him i literally walked up to him in the bar and i was like yo you're hot like we should fuck because i don't have time to waste and i don't have time to talk to you to be honest this is a we're on a tight schedule and a tight budget and i walked up to him and then I, I was like, yeah, I'm leaving if you want to leave with me. And then he didn't follow me, and I was like, cool, whatever. I mean, just throwing a Hail Mary out here. I'm always throwing the Hail Mary. And then, like, I get outside, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to come with you. I was like, right, you're obviously psychotic. Because, like, if a man said that to me, I'd probably do it. But also, I'd be like, I need a way to get home. So we're at, like, a Taco Bell drive through with this random man. Don't even know his name. Still, to this day, I have no idea what his name was. I don't even know if I asked. I don't even know if he knew my name. I don't even know if he knew who I was. Hopefully, he doesn't. Um, it's like one of those ones where, like, you fuck them and you're like, I want you to remember me, but I also don't want you to remember me. Like, I don't I don't know if we need to remember this experience. And I'll tell you why. Because I got out of the car because I had to pee. And then all my friends, being the assholes that they are, were like, are you going to follow her? Because they thought I was throwing out the signals to fuck in the Taco Bell parking lot behind a Dunkin' Dun Donuts dumpster. And I'm not saying I would put it past myself. I mean, I tried fucking a Denny's parking lot. Like, I have no boundaries. I have no boundaries. Um, also tried to fucking a Waffle House bathroom. Still hasn't happened, and I'm still salty about that. There's, like, four things that I'm, like, still salty about in my life. Um, not getting fucked in a Waffle House bathroom when I had the opportunity. Definitely one of them. Getting broke on up with at 6 p.m. on New Year's Eve. Definitely one of them and so it's also like it's night my friends are in the car I just want to talk about I'm drunk like whatever and then I like go behind this dumpster to pee because I was like I'm gonna die I cannot survive this we cannot survive another minute in this car my bladder is going to burst as I'm just like casually taking a pee the guy like walks up which like you know like I don't really care if you'll see but like also it's just it's aggressive like aggressive to just see me like taking a pee in the wild behind a dumpster at Dunkin Donuts like really trying to set the scene in the mood for you 
it was literally, you know, those, those, like, caged-in dumpsters, like, they have, like, the fence around them, so they look, like, slightly classier, and then there's, like, two dumpsters in them, um, yeah, so I went inside there, behind the dumpster, I looked real cute, you know, let me tell you, and then, like, literally, obviously, at that point, I was like, yeah, no, like, now, now we're gonna fuck. Sometimes, I don't know, this is who I am, sometimes I just, sometimes you just need to get off behind a Dunkin' Donuts dumpster. First of all, that guy had the weirdest dick that I have ever seen in my entire life. Like, there's, like, curved dicks, nice dicks, and, like, stri like straight dicks. This dick was, okay, I want you to picture the letter C, but it was, like, backwards. Like, it was, like, a backwards C curve. Like, it was not, like, a good curve. Like, it was, like, too, like, it looked like it had been broken, and then someone sewed it back together. I'm not sure what happened, but you know when you, like, break a bone and it's, like, sticking out of your body? That's kind of what it looked like, but, like, a full backwards, like, C curve. And I looked at it, and I was like, I don't know what we're gonna do with this shepherd's hook of a dick, but I guess I'm gonna try and make it work. I don't know. Then somehow, somehow, his weird sea dick made it inside me. And I say somehow as I, because the physics of the dick, not because I was unsure of the dick, uh, the physics of the dick, the dick physics, the dick six, if you will, uh, it got inside me. It didn't, it was, it was, it did not feel good, but like, but I was, but it kind of, I don't know, sometimes, I don't know how to describe it, sometimes I'm like, I don't know where we're at, if I like it or if I don't like it, and you're in a state where you're trying to like decide if you like it or not, and you're like, do I like it, I don't really know, um, also then the guy was like, yeah, get on your knees and suck my dick, and I was like, sir, sir, we are behind a Dunkin' Donuts dumpster. I invited you to be here with my beautiful pussy and face and you're you're gonna tell me to get on my knees on the concrete and suck your dick that is insane if you think I'm gonna comply with those standards and I literally was like absolutely not and I was like and he was like well, also this was like a three-minute affair because he was like I'm gonna come I didn't want him to come in me I didn't want him to come near me I didn't want him to come around me but sometimes I I do not let people come in my mouth ever I don't I don't like people coming in my mouth unless I really like them but for some reason at this point in time at this moment in my life I was like I don't know, we're behind a Dunkin' Donuts dumpster, the DDD. I don't know what to do with this cum. I don't want it anywhere near me. Like, if he gets this on me, I'm gonna be pissed. So I was like, okay, it can go in my mouth. I was like, I'll make an exception to my own rule in my life. And um, then he, like, comes in my mouth, and it was the most foulest-tasting cum in the entire world world it was so fucking gross i spit it all over him like it entered my mouth and i immediately spit it all over him um and i have no shame and no regrets because if your cum tastes that bad you need to do something about it and it's not my problem that your cum is so disgusting that i couldn't grace it you know my body is a temple i'm not trying to put your weird preservatives and shitty tasting cum into my body for nutrients i don't need that I do not need that. And if it tastes bad, that's on you. And I'm gonna up chuck it right onto your face. And I don't care. Do better. 
have better tasting cum. I don't know. Maybe taste it yourself and be like, would I want this in my mouth? Maybe like drink a little pineapple juice. I've heard it works. I did have an ex once and he was like really worried about the taste of his cum because I, this has happened to me. The reason I do not drink cum for sport is because I've had really disgusting tasting cum. And then I was like, never again. Absolutely not. Cannot. This is disgusting. We're not fucking doing it ever again. It's not necessary. I don't need to impress you. I don't need to impress you by swallowing your cum. Okay? Especially when we're on the triple D, the Dunkin' Donuts dumpster. You think I'm sitting behind that dumpster thinking, mm, my whole life is riding on this moment? No. I have better things to do than drink your shitty ass cum. And I will never, ever put shitty cum in my body. So I spit all over him. And you know what? I think that's what you get. If you have bad tasting cum, you get to sit. You get to sit in it. You get to sit in your sins. And that's exactly what he had to do because we had to climb back into the car and he was covered in his own gross cum. And then I, he tried to come home with me after that, which like, that's the even more insane part. Like I literally projectile spit cum all over him. Was disgusted by his presence and that his cum was so gross. And I, then he still tried to come home with me. And I was like, oh, absolutely not. We're not doing that. And I was like, guess where are you parked? And I took him back to his car because I was like, we're not having this. You can go soak up your own little cum dumpster fire. And I'm not, I will not be participating. Thank you. That's all I have for you guys this week. Drink pineapple juice and don't have shitty cum. I'm really fucking tired of it. And honest to God, if you want people to swallow your cum because you think it's hot, you best be having a good diet. Don't do it. Don't do it for your body. Do it for your cum. Darling, no one pleases you like I do.